Community Radio for the 10 parishes on 105.3 FM and streaming on www.10radio.org. Good morning and welcome to Talking Books. This morning we welcome back Jenny Kane, also known as KJB, and shortly to adopt a new pseudonym for a new series of books which are a bit of a departure from her usual styles. She's also one of the organisers of the Tiverton Literary Festival and a Talking Books favourite, so I can't wait to hear more about what she's up to. Thank you very so, much. So, hello, Jenny. Oh, yeah. I never know what persona you're adopting today. Um, perhaps you should buy actual real hats. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do, I do have... I like hats. I, I am a hat wearer, and I do have a specific hat for my new person, actually. Oh. I've been doing my um, promotion shots for the um, PR to go with this new person, and... Oddly, she wears a hat. Ah, <laughs> is, is it is it a particular sort of hat that, that's green with a feather coming out of it? No, 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 <laughs> no. It, it, it's not a Robin Hood hat, or maybe it should be because I do own one. Um, no, it's just a straw hat. It's just to make me look slightly different from the other two me's. Yes, and yes, the real me, particularly the one with the sort of like the semi corset on. Which yes, the, yes, the Basque clad one is not her. No, not no, her. no, no, no. <laughs> so tell us a little more about this mysterious Jennifer right. Ash. Okay, yeah. So um, Jennifer Ash is uh, the part of me that writes medieval murder mysteries with a touch of romance. Um, I did many moons ago a PhD on uh, medieval crime and medieval ballads and I was absolutely fascinated with it. I mean, I've said on the show before that I'm absolutely obsessed with Robin Hood and the legends and it's grown into a passion for medieval life generally. Uh, So I guess it was only a matter of time before I wrote some sort of medieval story and medieval mystery I, I love. So I thought I'd give it a go. And my publishers were keen. So along has come Jennifer Ash, and the Outlaws' Ransom will be the first book out on the fifth of December. How do you choose your pseudonym? Um, Jenny Kane was my daughter's idea, right? Um, because I'd already been KJB, and I didn't want to lose. So she right. said, "Why don't you just swap them, Mum?" And she just played with a few, and I liked. The sound yes, of yes, Jenny. Okay. And then when um, my editor said that I would need a new name if I wanted to do a new genre, to be honest, I wasn't really keen. I wanted to keep just to Jenny Kane because I get a bit confused. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but then, you know, I, I, I saw where they were going because it's a marketing thing. Yeah. So I thought I've got to keep the same first name as I'm going to go mad. So yes. we just made Jenny Jennifer. Um, and Ash, it's part of my uh, grandparents' surname. It was going to be Ashford, but there is already a Jennifer Ashford. Ah. So we just cut off the Ford. So it's Jennifer Ash. I suppose delving into one's family history would be quite a good way of thinking up the pseudonym. Yes. Yeah. Well, my nan used to write and, um, you know, she's she's been quite an influence on my life. So I would have liked to have used her surname. But yeah. uh, so she got a little bit of it. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes. It's a token gesture. Had, somebody else had pinched it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and these sound fabulous because I know that this one is a little bit that's well, it's not a little bit. It's a it's a big chunk of romancing Robin Hood. Yes. One of the books you've talked about on here previously. That's right. Yes, I have cheated a little bit. Um, the romancing Robin Hood, which is a Jenny Kane book, uh, is fifty percent medieval crime and fifty percent modern. Um, story um uh, so the outlaw's ransom is the medieval bit taken out of that 
made more medievally. I mean, the point in Romancing Robin Hood was that the character who wrote the medieval book mm. was trying not to get too heavy in history. Um, of course, as Jennifer Ash, I've added the history back in. Yes. I mean, it's not a textbook by any means. I mean, for goodness sake, don't use it to answer any pub quiz questions. But um, <laughs> it, it's, uh, it's, it's more historically accurate than, than the first time around. But if you have read Romancing Robin Hood, you already know how the story's going to go. Yes. Um, but it leads on to a full-length novel, which is coming out next year. Yes, because it's it's going to be a series, isn't yes, it? I mean, there's yes. no question about that. Yes, that it's no, got it's to going be to be um, a full-length novel, which is one of the books I'm writing at the moment, yeah. called The Winter Outlaw, which will be out a year November. Because, I mean, it's a genre that we know possibly from Ellis Peters. Yes. Um, and there's is there another writer that's gone to Michael, that period? Michael Jex is the best one, right. um, living over on Dartmoor there. He has written... Oh, countless, I think, uh, 30-plus medieval um, mysteries. He's definitely the, the master of the craft. And his period and my period, the uh, early 14th century, um, do overlap. Mm. He um, has become a bit of a friend of mine, which is very nice. Yes. And um, we talk Folvilles sometimes, which is um, <laughs> an actual medieval um, criminal gang that I studied as a PhD, and he's written about in fiction. And now I'm writing about them to a... A greater extent um, because that's the the family that my stories are about that's really handy can you have yeah. him as a sort of a beta reader to make sure you've not made any great I medieval i think bloopers? he might be too busy he's the only person i've met so far that writes more novels in the year than i do yes i'm gonna <laughs> ask you that question how many novels in a year do you write two and a half that's a lot it is a lot it is a lot but um but then you're very creative aren't you because you sit there and you're very diligent but it writing. helps that i'm a lot of different people so I don't tend to, I wouldn't write three Jenny Kane novels in a year, but yeah. I will write one K, one Jenny Kane, and one Jennifer Ash. Or if, if prior to that, it was one children's book. Yes. So I'm obviously someone had to drop. So the children's books of, of just having a little retirement phase. Yes, it's something that you can return to. They aren't going yes. far, but yeah. there's only so many days in the year, aren't there? Well, yes, you know, and, and you seem to find more of them than most actually I mean, I, I've been thinking of asking for a sort of like a third additional day it's like 500 days in a year would be really good it would be handy it would Especially be handy when I've got a deadline at the at the end of this year <laughs> it, it <laughs> you suddenly think yeah. Christmas Christmas stuff is in the shops and that's my deadline so you, you know well this is it this is it and it comes on you and when um, you write seasonal stories you have to write them in the summer to have any chance of having them out in time yes. for Christmas. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Well, that, that's the buyers are all doing their Christmas buying in April and stuff. Exactly. Aren't they? So yeah, yeah. So you've got your Christmas ones coming out as well. Oh, no, I mean, look at that neat link. <laughs> yes, absolutely. You're a pro, Jenny. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm very lucky. I'm, again, I, I feel slightly cheeky because I've cheated a little bit this year. Um, the last three years, I've written um, a Christmas story to go with my coffee shop series mm. but they have never come out in paperback before they've only come out as downloads on kindle but this year all three of them another cup of christmas christmas in the cotswolds and christmas at the castle are being mm. put together and put into um a paperback so that people that like to read proper books if you'll forgive the phrase can uh, can order one for christmas don't need to forgive the phrase that's yeah it, it is a proper book <laughs> it, it, it's, it's true i mean i'm always surprised by how many people 
still one unheartened i mean i prefer a paperback and since the christmas ones came out i've had a lot of mail from people saying i really want to read it but i haven't got a kindle or i don't want to read it off my phone or or so well, on. Well, phones are so. too small. I know. I, I only don't, do it if yeah. desperate, and I haven't taken my iPad, and I think, oh, yeah. rubbish. I no, I can't. I'd rather daydream than read off my phone. But, it's just um, so small. So, but, so now I've got three. The plan was, once I've got three novellas over three years, then yeah. there's enough words to make a paperback worthwhile, because, of course, they're expensive to make, so it's got to be yes. worthwhile. So that comes out on the 17th of November must have a very good relationship with your publisher i do yes i'm very lucky i've been with them a long time since um uh, 2007 under various guises um started out as a short story writer for them and then they took a gamble with another cup of coffee Mm. and thankfully that did okay so i'm still it's done very well actually it's probably yeah it's all right <laughs> <laughs> i mean we'd all like our books to sell in the billions yeah it's not done badly no. it's not done badly abby's house did the best of yes, all the because that went to the top of yes shops and things, didn't yes it? it did yeah have you any idea why particularly because cornwall it was, it was set in cornwall wasn't cornwall it? Yeah. no question about it i i think um the setting's very important and in the current climate cornwall ireland and scotland are your best bets so there you go if you're writing a novel <laughs> relocated <laughs> immediately to a, uh, a favorite destination and it'll do much better no it's true because i was going to set it in wales right um and then um my boss said no no you you need you need to put this in cornwall and i thought well i know cornwall very well because my dad's cornish and i spent most of my childhood summers um down in the penworth area so yeah. i thought yeah that would work and and it was a sound move Yes. Yes. So the Lake District hasn't got the same effect. It does, but not for that sort of no. book. Slightly more mystery style. And Paranormal yes. is very popular to be set in the Lake District, I Ooh. guess, with all the swirling mists. Yes, swirling yes. mists and inversions yes. and all those yes. sorts of strange my, um, things. My best writer friend, a lady called Katie Grace, who writes stonkingly good books, sets a lot of her stuff in the Lake District. Yeah. Yes. Ooh. Yes. Well, that's worth bearing in mind yes. when I ever get round to writing my fiction. <laughs> Which I'm sure you will. What do you think took you from studying for a PhD, which obviously is very factual and minutely mm. detailed, to writing these expansive novels full of imagination, do you think? Um, parenthood? <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, don't get me wrong, I love my kids to bits, but you have a lot of time trapped in your own head when you're bringing yes. up small children with no other um, adult company, even yeah. on the school run and stuff. Most of the time you're spent on your own and there's only so much two-way conversation you can get. And I just made stories in my head and eventually I wrote them down. I think a lot of parents do that. And I don't think you can really take a small child into... British Library and hope that you're going to get anything no, done. No, no, and I, I think it would be frowned upon by the borrowers if you did. Uh, but no, it just uh, I've always had a very fertile imagination and I learned to write during the PhD. I wasn't very good at English at school. I have dyslexia. I didn't like being told what I should think about books when I did English, mm. um, even if I enjoyed reading them. By the time you'd finished your GCSE course, however much you loved the book had been robbed from you because you'd read it like a million times million and analysed it so much. So I didn't, you know, have any yen to write. I just enjoyed playing with words myself. Yes. So it was just, it was having small children and suddenly having only that sort of time available. Yes. 
Because grabbed time. I did, yes. I did. It's a different sort of time that you have when you're bringing yeah. up small kids. So, so I has used the it. has the another cup of coffee series finished now? Yes, it has. Another glass of champagne was the last one. Yes. And um, I've had to be quite strong because I, I've had a lot of people say, "Come on, you've got to, you've got to do one more. You've got to what about this and what about that?" I won't, yeah. I won't say what in, in case people haven't read it. But um, no, <laughs> <laughs> it would be too, to be honest, it would be too easy to keep going. Yeah, it would really be too easy to keep going, yeah. and I think it would kill it. Suppose it's like a television series, which just goes one series too, too many. far. I don't want, I don't want that to happen. Plus, of course, the characters now have got to my age so i'd have to wait a while for the real people that they're based on to do other stuff so i can write it down yes that's right you know become empty nesters and well um, yeah i mean this is what's happening in another glass of champagne you have some people filling the nest and some people having children and and other things happening and it's life doing what it does and i think if i wrote another one it might just not be as it good. might have to deal with deeply uncomfortable aging issues and things that's right and it might just take the joy <laughs> out a little. <laughs> say, not necessarily what we want to read I was say, really? you know it is real life but it's real life with a smile yes yeah it yeah. is and yeah. that, i mean i've always thought of them as a bit like the series that was on telly called this life but actually yeah. that that didn't have many smiles in it i never often. saw it but i have had the comparison before yeah. So I can't it, well, say. well, it's a good comparison because, but I think it's a '90s comparison. I think right. it's one of those programs that they had in America, and then they had one very similar here. Right, a group of friends who develop at different, that's at right. different stages, sort of like Sex in the City with couples, really. Okay, more okay. obviously with couples, and it's it's very yeah. I think it's a it's something people like because yeah. they like to get to know a character, don't they? Yeah, you can interact with people that I like people that you know. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. So maybe we don't really want to do the no. aging thing. No, no, no. no. I, I think we'll leave them with their glasses of champagne in their hand. <laughs> so are you still writing the erotica? Because yeah, you're up for another award this year, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got into the top five this year. Um, I was heart my uh, one of my very good friends, Tabitha Rain. She won this year. And part of the group that I work with. So that's mm. nice. That's three of us on the trot now, which is lovely. Uh, no, I am still... I'm still Kay, and less so. Mm. Um, I have what I call Wicked Wednesdays. I'm Kay on a Wednesday, but the rest of the week I'm other people. Um, yes. Sounds like a really good move, actually. It uh, does shake the week up a bit. Yeah. Yes, yeah. so you don't sometimes let the, other, let the other personas bleed over into Wednesday. No, no that's Kay's day. Yes. Time management, there you go, you see. Yeah. I think you ought to be on this programme, not talking about your work <laughs> one day, you ought to be on about how to, to write productively for long stretches i, I believe coffee <laughs> is the answer caffeine high yes. uh yeah no so I, i'm writing a novella for k at the moment right but, uh, we'll yes. leave that there yes yeah. we have talked about k on this yes yes we made eddie yeah. get a bit hot on yes. the collar i seem yes. to recall no she's she's still there I, I like it because it like i say it just keeps everything else fresh and it's mm. different sort of thinking Oh, tell me about it. Yes, it's very different. It, it's it's sort of more thriller level, to be honest. Yes, it is, isn't it? Um, it which is. is more complicated, slightly more intelligent, dare I say, sort of thinking. Yes, with root yeah. bits. Intelligence with well, root yeah, bits. Well, yeah, you have to. It'd be very easy to write. It's very easy to write it badly. 
Well, yes, we all know how easy it is to write <laughs> yeah. it badly. Yes, so I fight very hard not to fall down that trap. Yes. Oh, it's good to know that, you know, having that one day a week, if yeah. anybody out there who does write and who finds it difficult to... Mm. Yeah. to, to I think it's, it's sort of divvying up your time. You have to, yeah. I, I have a very strict um, routine. I am um, Jenny on Monday mm. and Tuesday, and I'm Kay on... Wednesday and I'm Jennifer on Thursday and Friday and then at the weekends I do all the admin I occasionally dust and hoover I have an understanding husband well I rashly I rashly offered our next door neighbours the opportunity to to use our house whilst their kitchen was being done because we were going away and then I suddenly remembered that she is really enthusiastic about cleaning and she's a busy woman clever busy woman but she cleans and right. one suddenly comes over all hot you don't <laughs> say anything yeah I know what you mean <laughs> writers are not fastidious in the house the... <laughs> <laughs> you know I've got that fridge magnet that says dull women have clean houses or something yes you want to hide that yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not actually true mind you no. I just want to ask, does your husband look forward to Wednesday? My husband, uh, <laughs> well, bless you, my, my husband works very long hours, so it's quite often. Um, I don't think he's noticed, actually. <laughs> oh, lucky man. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's a way to get someone to do the hoovering. <laughs> I, uh, my children are old enough to be bribed to do the hoovering. <laughs> Yes, that's the thing. You need a daughter like mine who was very keen to do any household chore and used to make notes of 20p's earned in a notebook. Well, this is how it's how it's done, isn't it? Yes. yes but yes. then she'd suddenly present you with a bill for about £15 and mm. you think... It tallies up. It tallies up, yes. Right, so when is the Outlaw's Ransom actually coming out? The Outlaw's Ransom will be out on the 5th of December. Right. Um, it goes up for pre-order... Uh, oh, let me think. No, it's it's out for pre-order yes, now. Yes, I've had a sneaky peek yeah. at the at the cover. Is the, is the cover showing for pre-order? Yes. So go yes. online and have a look at the cover. Yes, the, it's a the really cover is pretty cover. I'm very pleased with the cover. Um, it's um, a picture of the lead character Matilda of Twyford, yes. um, who I um, wish I was. Yes. You know, I, I yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, she is, but she isn't. But she's she's sure of herself, and I'd yes. quite like that because I'm not. <laughs> and it wouldn't be nice to be like that. I think when I write, I tend to write characters that I wish I was, rather than characters that I am. Yes. 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 Yeah. Well, maybe there's more of them in you than you think. Possibly. Mm. Uh, possibly, but writers generally are. Are quite hard on themselves <laughs> yes. as a race. Yes. Sorry, we are Defin- uh, definitely. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, she's she's great, and she's um, she has to be mm. um, because she's thrown into a, a situation beyond her control, which is she either sinks or swims, mm. and and she has to swim, otherwise her family's going to suffer. So, is that a character that's going to keep going? Yes, um, the the, the next novel is um, based on Matilda, you know, what Matilda did next, if you yes. like. <laughs> and I can imagine looking at the cover, I'm trying to get everybody to go online and have a look at the cover for The Outlaw's Ransom, because you could look at the cover of that and imagine how one called The Winter Outlaw could actually be very pretty, couldn't yes, it? Yes, yes, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Yeah. Um, that is the, um, the novel I'm writing on Thursdays and Fridays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm about uh, 50,000 words into that at the moment. 
So I'm. It's not going to be my long. It's going to be about eighty-five thousand words long. Mm. So I'm over halfway. And is that for next? That's winter? for November twenty seventeen. Mm. But you don't have to wait that long because my next Jenny Kane book's coming out in April. <laughs> oh right. And what, well, who's the Je- that's Jenny the sequel Kane to? Into? That's the sequel to Abby's House. Ah. That's going to be called Abby's Neighbour. You see, in Cornwall. If I, yes, I expect I'm confusing everyone. If it helps, I get confused as well. <laughs> yes, so carrying on down in Cornwall, down in Senlan, to yes. see what um, Abby's up to after we left her. Yes, because um, people love. I mean, Fern Britton writes books. Yeah, sort of, sort of like romantic fiction set in Cornwall yes. as well, doesn't she? Yes, and I think she lives down there. So yeah, she certainly yeah. lives down there part of the time, yeah. doesn't she? Yeah, and Richard Maidley as well. Oh, you see, they read my book. They thought that's a good so idea. So you're missing <laughs> you're missing celebs, and they're going to start nicking your ideas. I'm you? saying nothing. <laughs> <laughs> right. So you've you've got one coming out for the summer, and one yeah. coming out next. for the winter next year. Yes, I'm already there. I've, I tend to work a year in in advance. Yes. Yeah. So we need to book you in the diary for each of those. I'm really sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we always love having Jenny on the programme because she's... Of course, there's the Taunton Literary Festival. So I'm just going to say yes. that you're doing something on the 19th. Yes, 19th of November, I'm doing um, an hour um, with my children's work um, at Brendan Books. Uh, uh, Taunton, sorry. Of your, remind us of the titles of your children. My children's books. Um, got There's a Cow in the Flat and Ben's Biscuit Tin Adventure. They're both paperbacks aimed at the three to eight year bracket. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Just so. the sort of thing that people like having read to them in libraries yeah. and bookshops. And Easy going, fun for grown ups. child on the carpet. And yes. Nice big, those... pretty, colourful pictures, brilliantly illustrated yeah. by Ryan Doherty. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm at the Literary Festival too, the day after. But oh, I, right. I'm interviewing Raj Perso. Dr. Oh, I Dr. say. Raj Perso. Gosh. I don't know whether we mentioned the plagiarism word or not, because that's what he's best known for at the oh. moment. But he's written a novel, and I'm going to interview him. Oh, right, and okay. I know absolutely nothing about it yet. So well, You best get reading then. I honey. wish I was sitting on a little chair reading a children's book <laughs> to a nice small children. I've been <laughs> kind of slightly nervous about the whole thing but it's I'm wonderful to have these literary festivals oh locally, isn't they, it? they are brilliant there are so many now i was i saw um judy spires the other day who oh, of course right. um runs the apple door yes literary well, festival love apple yes yeah place. sadly i shan't get to go down this year but hopefully i shall be uh, taking part in it next year yes um as k right yes yes hope so yes so gonna do a apple door ready for that I'm going to do a workshop because oh, it's yeah. a very, very popular field to get into. Right. And I, I do a lot of workshops for Kay. Mm. Right. Interesting. <laughs> Writing workshops, <laughs> one underlines. in them with, with um, a lot of blusher on to cover up the... Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't, you'd be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I probably wouldn't. <laughs> now, because you're so many different people mm. need to f- and you also write a regular coffee shop blog I do well for Phoenix I do. Somerset yes because that's I don't know how you manage that because you seem to go about from the <laughs> almost the entire length of the southwest I do a have a large mileage <laughs> <laughs> well it's good because I mean the whole point of the coffee shop blogs is that I write when I get there yes. I'm not so much writing about the cafes as my experience writing in yeah. the cafes yes. and whether there's good coffee or not obviously whether, yes that's yes. A, but you've never said there's bad coffee anyway. i'm a nice person 
if you read one and I've skirted around the coffee issue, right. <laughs> then I'm less impressed. Peter and I, my husband and I, go into a, a coffee shop and have entirely different cups of coffee. So, right. you know, strength-wise and all that. So you might be rubbing people up the wrong way if you, you were... never... I, t- I could only drink black Americano. It's... Right. No, I mean, that, that's what it's comparing called. comparing like with yeah. like. My blog's mm. called um, Have Americano and Pen Will Travel. Will Travel. Mm. And what's your other... Um, website and details so that people can find you right okay the you can find jenny kane and jennifer ash on the one website and it's www.jennycane.co.uk nice and easy nice and straightforward and you can find me on facebook and twitter under the same same name yeah Yeah. i'm not going to do another blog for jennifer ash us i shall go completely do lally You do wonder because it says Jenny Kane writing as Jennifer Ash, and you think yeah. it's like they do with Ruth Rendell and things, yeah. isn't it? And you yeah. you begin to wonder why you need a pseudonym at all because it's mar- it's marketing. It is yeah. purely marketing, yeah. isn't it? Where yeah. to fit you on the bookshelf? That's right. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yes. Yes. And for KJB, because I'm sure if you're KJB, if and I stress this, if you are over eighteen, um, nobody else, please. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then it's www.kjb.me.uk. Right. And uh, yes, over 18s. Only. Only. Yes, although it's, it is very mild, but, um, you know, it's easy to offend by mistake. Yes, but we do go out at a time, generally yes. speaking. We don't talk about what's actually in the books, but if people are interested, <laughs> yes. that's where you can yes. find it. And I think we... We have to say that Jenny is possibly, when I said she was the best value guest we have, it's not because she's cheap in any way. It's because it's because she can just talk about writing and we can have the most mm. fabulous chats just about writing. Well, I'm a wordaholic. Yes, well, so am I. And, yes. you know, I, I do a lot of talking and insufficient writing at the moment. So you're always very inspirational well, to have on kind. the show. Well, thank you for inviting me. <laughs> Definitely. So do look Jenny up. Um, and we will welcome her back when her next one comes out next summer. We'll make sure we get the date in the diary <laughs> yeah, and we can April. have a little reading from it or something. <laughs> I will do, yes, um, certainly. Because it's always nice to hear a little bit more of the of the words she writes. And they are good and I have read them. You're very kind. And um, so, so get online and certainly look up Jennifer Ash. Thank you. So thank you, as always, Jenny, for coming in and coming all this way from Tiverton. It's been a lovely morning this morning, so it wasn't too bad a trip. No, it's been it? lovely. Yeah, it's yeah. a lovely day. Absolutely. So thanks again. Thank we're, you. We're going to end with your chosen, which uh, is, is an appropriate one for Very the much of so. the book, isn't it? Do you want to introduce it? Um, I've chosen Clannard's, um The Hooded Man, which was the theme tune to Robin of Sherwood. And it was falling in love with that show that started me on my medieval adventure so yeah i'm very grateful to it it seemed most fitting to pick that one thanks very much not at all thank you